This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, y'all? We're back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. As always, I'm your host, Justin Michael. I'm sure you've heard how great the mortgage rates are right now, and they are. But Mike and Virginia, they're not just your typical mortgage company. They have phenomenal rates, but what really makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner. He's going to look at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. They're a small family-owned company, so you'll always feel like a person, not a number. These are the people that you want to work with. These are the type of people you can trust. Whether you're looking at refinancing your current mortgage, maybe buying a new home, Mike and Virginia, they'll make the process as smooth and simple as possible. I'm telling you, they're the best around. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, though, you'll get set up with a free consultation and discuss all your options. Again, that's dnvrmortgage.com. Or you can always give Mike a call directly at 970-412-2472. Visit dnvrmortgage.com or give him a call at 970-412-2472. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, joining me on the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage, we've got Ethan Bird, the head of CTV Sports and a DNVR intern been right by my side all season helping us out with the CSU Rams coverage. Absolutely killing it. He's about to go out into the big old scary world and land a job here pretty soon. It's going to be, I'm going to be like the proud mom. I'm going to get all choked up like a soccer mom watching her kids score a goal. Anyways, uh, Ethan Bird joining me live from (laughs) Dallas out covering the NIT in person for CTV. What's it like out there, man? You having a good time? Uh uh yeah it's it's really nice i mean it's 77 degrees out today and it was a cool 70 yesterday it's a little i mean isn't it supposed to hit 70 today in foco yeah i think it's supposed to be pretty nice finally i'm sure we've got like a a wicked snowstorm coming to punch us in the face you know right around the corner but today today should be a good one yeah i mean uh dallas is i mean Frisco, Dallas, same type of thing. It's like yeah, you know, Denver, Littleton, it, Westminster. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same city. But it's, it's been it's been really cool. And the Comerica Center is just very it's it, everything's just bigger in Texas. Is uh, this is like my first time in <laughs> in <laughs> Texas, like for real. And it's just the scale of this place is crazy. Like Comerica, the Comerica center isn't even considered like a, a big arena here. And it's bigger than it's just as big as all of the college arenas in Colorado. It's uh, been awesome. Imagine if it uh, would have been in New York city, like the next game should have been, you know, that's the one thing I am glad that they've got the NIT and it sounds like the, Mm -hmm. the setup that they've got out there in Dallas is actually pretty good and things are going well, but it is unfortunate. I mean, a chance to play at Madison Square Garden would have been 
pretty freaking cool for this team for oh yeah fans you know assuming that they got to travel it i think it would have been a little more expensive for fans to to go to new york city and and probably a little uh less realistic for most individuals but for the players especially it would have been a really cool opportunity i mean i think what's special about dallas is that they're allowing fans in the games like this is a this is the first game i've covered i mean in all of csu sports you know uh, Mountain West tournament, but there are actually fans at this one. <laughs> there's not a lot, but it was it was sobering to be like, oh wow, there's cheering at this. I'm not just I'm not just cheering in my head anymore. You know, <laughs> I always think that the weirdest part of the game with no fans is is not the game itself, which is weird. It's it's definitely weird, but yeah. it's like the 20 minutes leading up to the game where normally you feel that energy build. You know, the crowd starts mm-hmm. to fill in, it gets louder and louder, and you're like, all right, it's game time. Whereas like this year at Moby Arena, we'd all be sitting there. It's dead. It's dead. Oh, I guess it's time to stand for the national anthem. Let's play <laughs> yeah. basketball. Oh, there's that song again. It's yeah. It, I mean, I don't even know if like there wasn't a whole lot of buildup for the game yesterday. It was more of just, I, I think everybody was just kind of like, they had to warm up into the game. It was pretty, it was for having the amount of fans that they did, it was pretty quiet at the beginning. And then everyone was like, Oh wait, so this is how we behave at a game. with fans." <laughs> well, I mean, it, was, it probably feels weird for people. I mean, mm-hmm. every it's not, you act differently, obviously in the arena than if you're watching it, just sitting on the couch. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. kind of a crazy person, so I'll get, you know, pretty rowdy on the oh, couch, yeah. but I assume most people, normal people, people with, I, I don't know other activities and interests that don't live in absolutely die for this stuff probably are just yeah. like, Oh yeah. You know, I'll just watch it on the couch. Have a good time. That, that'd be great. I, I would love to be able to watch sports with that level of just like, I don't know, just without the, without the stress of it all, you know, just, just enjoy a nice little basketball game. That's not how my mm-hmm. brain works though. No, no. Well, I think the cool thing is it's a lot of family members that, um, Definitely. that are here at the game. I mean, I was, I left something in the hotel room before the game. So I came back to the hotel and I was walking through and I saw someone in a, in a um, CSU sweater. And I was like, oh, you, like, what are you out here for? And it's like, it's not even family of the players. It's Mike Brohard's or uh, John Martin's mom. <laughs> so it's just, everybody is coming out just to even see like their family, like SIDs, coaches, all that stuff. So it's just, I think it's just been a great opportunity for, not just the team, but also the people that support the team to be able to see family members and all, while also while they do their work. Definitely, man. I uh, I wish I was out in Dallas. It didn't work out this time, but mm-hmm. you know that it is what it is when it comes to travel. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about it. It sounded like you guys were out in Las Vegas for quite a while. Um, <laughs> how long were you guys out there, and you know what was that experience like? Oh man, um, we got there. The Tuesday, so the day before games started, the Tuesday. Um, so we would be there through the whole tournament, you know, first round through the championship that Saturday and come home on Sunday. But as we all know, that Sunday, two feet of snow dropped <laughs> through through all of Colorado. So, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, flight's canceled. And we couldn't find another flight until Wednesday. So we were in Vegas for a week and a day. 
which was, I mean, I'm not complaining too much about being in Vegas. Eight days, <laughs> I don't know, man. Time. Vegas is <laughs> Vegas is a two night town if you do yeah. it perfectly. It's a three night town if you can pace yourself. I've done five and six multiple times and literally thought that I was going to die. So I have no idea how you guys survived eight days. I I, mean, I don't know how your liver is still fun. I'm sure you guys had to pace yourself, <laughs> but my I just I cringe thinking about what those mornings had to have been like. Oh, I mean, half. I mean, we we got lucky because uh, the hotel we stayed at wasn't like on the strip, so the the strip wasn't wasn't uh too much of a temptation if it didn't have to be. And on the, I mean, obviously on the working days during the tournament. It was, you know, you'd get to the Thomas and Mac, especially on that Thursday when you have four games within 12 hours. All you want to do is go home and fall asleep. So, I mean, the working days were were, were were really just full of a lot of basketball, which was awesome. I mean, how much can you complain about covering college basketball for 12 hours and watching, you know, I mean, that San Diego State-Wyoming game was probably my favorite game of the whole tournament. And it was in the first round. It was just super fun to watch. And then... I, I just love Mountain West basketball and being able to watch it and being blessed enough to call it my job was just, it, I mean, it was an experience that I'll never forget. Yeah. I mean, the Mountain West tournament is definitely um, in terms of the, the regular things that I, I typically go out and travel. It's usually my favorite event of the year. Um, it, it seemed kind of weird uh, with no fans. I mean, there are a lot, a lot of those early round games in the tournament don't have a ton of fans anyways. Um, where I got to imagine it was kind of weird though, is, you know, like when you get to the semifinals and the championship, especially, you know, with teams like San Diego state who traditionally travel pretty well, uh, Utah state fans travel in mass, um, in, mm. at least in the Craig Smith era as well. So that, that's kind of a bummer, you know, they didn't get that opportunity. Like you said, like they are getting that opportunity at the NIT in Dallas. Um, but I'm glad that you guys got to go out there. It's obviously just, it's fun. That's, you know, some of the best parts about being in student media is getting to take advantage of a travel budget. If you're a prospective student, yep. you know, check out Colorado State, Rocky Mountain Student Media. It's, it's game changing. Um, I will say though, man, just because you work 12 hours at the arena, you still got to hit the strip, man. It's Vegas. Oh, okay. You just don't sleep. <laughs> you just don't sleep for a oh. week straight. And then you come home and you want to die. But you just you just oh, yeah. accept the consequences of your actions. Well, if we had come home Sunday morning, I definitely would have wanted to die because you know after the championship, we're like, all right, you know, last night got to hit the strip. You know, we go hit the strip. All of a sudden, you get back and it's three thirty, four in the morning. You're like, wow, I've got to wake up in an hour for a flight. Thank God <laughs> that was canceled because that would have been a miserable travel day. So um, the the snowstorm was a bit of a blessing in disguise for all of us that went i'll never forget i think it was either the second that yeah it was the second time that i was flying back from vegas the first couple times i went to vegas i drove and i hate that mm -hmm. i don't recommend it uh, no. it just takes forever it's not worth it just pay the money and fly it's like a two-hour <laughs> flight from denver but oh, yeah. i was coming back i'd been there for six days slept very little worked a ton partied probably even more was at the casinos and stuff and, and i'm just like sitting on the flight and you know how they they bring the drinks and they give you like the little plastic cup and they pour some in and yeah. i got water and i was just so dehydrated like i felt like i was literally gonna die 
and they give me like the little cup of water and I just looked I looked her in the eye and I was just like I need like 15 of these or I'm going to throw up everywhere she didn't right even now. hesitate she's just like here's a whole can of water here's another whole can of water she knew it she was about her business she didn't give me any grief I appreciated it shout out to Southwest Airlines for saving oh, yeah. my life The tournament is in full swing and the action has not disappointed. We've had multiple 13-4 upsets. We've got number 15 Oral Roberts in the Sweet 16. Chaos, insanity, the Pac-12 is dominating, the Big Ten is choking. What is happening? All I know that is Gonzaga is amazing. DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game and if your team wins, win $100. It's that simple. Wow, bet $1, win $100. Sounds pretty easy to me. Pick any college basketball game that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet. I mean, there's no better way to put your basketball knowledge to the test than putting where your money where your mouth is. And the best way to do that is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if college basketball is not for you. DraftKings has 100 to 1 odds on select fighters for this weekend's UFC 260. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up for your chance to turn $1 into $100. If the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win, that's the code DNVR to turn $1 into $100. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You know, get a little reflective here. You know, you're a senior. Mm -hmm. How different was this school year? How different was it from a student media perspective? I mean, it's it's wrapping up, you know, it's, it's coming to a close here pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, you're going to make me have a panic attack, Justin. I can't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, in all retrospect, like, you know, you could say that, you know, this is probably the worst way I could have imagined my senior year going like, as a freshman. You know, it, it, it sucks. I mean, I'm, I'm, there's no other way to put it. You know, there's we're in the middle of a pandemic a lot of opportunities and a lot of things that you would normally be able to do on campus and in the media are shut down. But I mean, that would be a very easy way to look at it, but you know, as it's all wrapping up, I've, I've been so just tremendously blessed this year, especially with the way that student media has supported me and being able to still work during these times, you know, I've still been able, it's, it's been hard, you know, with how, you know, it's CSU athletics is basically shut down. It's hard to hard to get stories and really hard to like, we can't even shoot B-roll at practices, which has made it a little bit more professionally uh, frustrating because when you're going into the broadcast sports industry, they want packages. And, you know, so it's been a lot of adaptation, but also a lot of flex blessings because you, you learn how to tell stories differently. Yeah. And you, you become a, it's, it's truly made me, a better storyteller and that's that's kind of what i have to take out of it because when there especially when there weren't stories to tell and there were very few stories to tell you had to find a way to you know it's all about human connection and where you can find that when your usual content isn't there i think that was well put 
Well put, Ethan. You're ready for these job interviews. They're coming up. Um, I'm trying my best. Make sure that you uh, look nice and handsome for him. No, I'm just kidding. You always look handsome, Ethan. Um, what do you think you know, you're going to miss most about CSU? Oh, it's just, it's got to be the community. I mean, when, when people, when, I mean, for, it's just, Fort Collins is like, you know, people talk about their bubble cities, but Fort Collins is less of a bubble city and more of just a bubble community. I don't think I've ever met anybody in Fort Collins where I'm just like, man, I don't like you. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's more of just a, <laughs> it's especially at the beginning of the pandemic, the, the way that the Fort Collins community came together and really supported one another and, and, you know, it said, okay, like let's protect each other first off, but there's going to be a lot of people struggling and um, there are a lot of ways to help other people. You know, I'll, I'll miss, you know, as much as I'll miss the sporting events, I'll mainly miss the atmosphere of the sporting events, you know, going to cover, you know, you show up and you, you're covering a game and, you know, I was just this little student media guy, but a, a lot of the fans like to create those connections and, it's the Fort Collins community and the CSU campus atmosphere that I think that I'll miss the most. All right. Put yourself 10 years in the future. We'll say you're some big shot, you know, exe- TV executive, producer, anchor, whatever you want to be, <laughs> wherever life takes you. Um, you're coming back to Fort Collins. You're coming home. Where's the first place you got to eat? Always Pickle Barrel. Gotta be Pickle Barrel. I mean, my... Good choice. My, 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 my parents met in Fort Collins. Their date spot was Pickle Barrel. I was born in Fort Collins. My favorite place was Pickle Barrel. And now whenever, you know, I have a friend come and visit Fort Collins, I'm like, we got to go to Pickle Barrel. So, you know, so it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bird family. It's a bird family staple that I think everybody in Fort Collins should eat at least once a month. All right. Well, let's, get, let's get into this a little bit. Um, I, I wasn't planning on diving into this, but I always forget that you're from Fort Collins and that gives you mm-hmm. a unique perspective. What is the best pizza in Fort Collins? This has been oh, a frequent geez. debate on the DNVR Rams podcast with many guests over the years. And there's a lot of different oh, answers. There's a lot of different respectable answers. It just based on your justification of why that is the best pizza. But I give you the floor. I stalled long enough for you. What's the best pizza? Okay, 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 okay. It's a, it's a it's a big proximity thing for me. So the whole time I've been in Fort Collins, I've lived in the Campus West area. So you've got two places. You got Crazy K's. You got Cosmo. And there's very different situations where you eat Crazy Carl's. Crazy Carl's, you know, if we're going if we're going taste like best pizza, you know, bottom line in Fort Collins is Crazy Carl's. But if it's like one thirty in the morning after having, you know, fun with your friends and you're like, man, I'm hungry. Cosmos all the way. So it, it, it's more of just uh, what kind of mood you in. If you, I mean, the bigger debate for me that a lot of people get mad at me about is I think Cosmos spicy ranch is far and away better than crazy Carl's spicy ranch. Ooh, that's a bold statement. I can tell you um, from inside information that crazy Carl's <laughs> had spicy ranch first. So I yeah. mean, OG oh, uh, Cosmos, they do have great spicy ranch. I, I won't be a hater there. Um, I'm not a Cosmos guy. They're from Boulder. I, I I generally feel like it's a little bit cheaper, but I do get the situational thing. 
and it's by the slice. It's convenient. It's right off um, mm-hmm. Elizabeth there. So that makes it nice. You know, if you're in campus West and you're drunk strolling, uh, my, my best pizza places in Fort Collins are, are crazy Carl's and mama Roni's. Um, I'm a big Mama mm-hmm. Roni's fan. Mama-roni's it's a little bit sweat. pricier. A little bit pricier. I mean, it's probably not what you're going to go to your freshman year, maybe even not your sophomore year. But when mm-hmm. you get a little bit older and you're like, all right, I don't want to always eat trash. I get myself you get a deluxe and, pizza. When you get big and strong like Justin Michael, you can eat Mama <laughs> Roni's. <laughs> no, it's more just like I'm still poor, but I can barely afford Mama Roni's, And then that's like three meals. So I'm like, all right, well, if I spend $14 on three meals total, I'm doing pretty good. It's all yeah, about it's, the budgeting. Uh, that's what they teach you in personal finance, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, yeah, one last question. Yeah, me either, man. I, I, I was <laughs> liberal arts all the way. Um, what's the best bar in Fort Collins? Best bar. So I was very lucky to turn 21 the January before um, the pandemic hit. Whereas all of my friends turned 21 during the pandemic. So, Brutal. you know, the bars are like, they're like open now, quote unquote. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they're able to get business, you know, but the it's pre-pandemic Fort Collins bars. And then there's post-pandemic <laughs> Fort Collins bars. Um, shoot. I went, like, are we talking like, you know, sit down and chill bars or like typical like college bar bars? That's up to you, man. It You're deciding where we're going for the evening. You get to pick the bar. Where are we going? Okay. So I don't know if you ever, did you ever go to Blue Door? It's right above uh, that pig, pig bar. What's it called? Um, the Blind Pig. The Blind Pig. So it's so cool. You just feel so cool. So it's these big steps, you know, kind of cool, like, you know, rustic staircase. You go up by the blind pig and it's just this blue door, you know, hence huh. the name. You open the blue door and everything inside is just so cool. Like it's got this blue tint. You feel like you're in like, you, it makes you feel richer than you are. Cause I mean, it's still on the plaza and you, you, you sit down and all the bartenders are nice. Everybody looks mysterious and cool. You feel mysterious and cool. I mean, it's a little bit more pricey, but the drinks are crazy and they taste good. And they've got these, it's, it's like bougie jello shots where it's like a gummy, like a, like a shot infused gummy, but it's got like pop rocks and all this crazy stuff on top of it. But I haven't been able to take any of my friends there because they closed during the pandemic. So right now it's just gotta be lucky Joe's. That's uh, the current, but pre pandemic, it would be blue door. I like it. You covered your bases there. You got like the cool mm-hmm. hip spot and you've got the relatable neighborhood spot, which is Lucky Joe's. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say Lucky Joe's is the best like college bar. I, I'm not like a Bondi type guy. I, I don't mm-hmm. like the loud house music. Bunch of yeah. frat bros. No offense to anybody that was in a fraternity. I'm not taking pot <laughs> shots. Um, it's just not your scene. It's just not my scene. It's, you know, too many floral shirts and short shorts. I don't need to see your bulge guys. Like, come on now. I'm going off on a tangent now. Hey man, don't, don't, don't hate on the five inch seams, dog. I'd be rough. I'd be rough. <laughs> Look guys, I've got long <laughs> white pasty legs. Nobody wants to see these. 
I grew up in the <laughs> Allen Iverson, Carmelo Anthony era where basketball shorts went to your fucking shins. They weighed about 10 pounds. <laughs> That's how you got in shape was because you had these weights on your legs running. Literally so much material. Oh, yeah. The basketball shorts I wore in elementary school would absolutely fit me to this day if I still had them. <laughs> right was, at the knees. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I, I mean, I see that. the pictures of myself and I'm like, you just look like a moron. But that was the style. That was what was cool, man. We wore baggy t-shirts. We wore baggy shorts. I wore AI Reeboks. And I thought I was the shit. But, oh, yeah. um, I, thought, I thought Zigtex were the coolest. You remember those Zigtex or oh, Reebok yeah. Zigtex? Oh, man. I had like six pairs of those. Every Christmas, I asked for Zigtex. Every birthday, <laughs> I asked for Zigtex. And I would look at them. I'm like, what the hell were you thinking? Like, that's, that, those are some weird looking shoes. We all go through we all go through weird stages of life, man. Oh, yeah. and about ten years ago, when the new era of fifty uh, fifty nine fifty like flat bill hat became really big, mm-hmm. the style was like every wore you wore the bill like one hundred percent flat, like no curve whatsoever. And to do that, you had to like get the hat like three sizes bigger than your head like actually requires. So I have oh, yeah. all these hats from like ten years ago. That if I put them on today, I could like fit both hands in, and they just look absolutely ridiculous. But that's fashion, man. It it ebbs and flows. I'm sure. um, I'm sure ten years from now, actually, it's happening already. The 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 younger generations mocking skinny jeans or whatever. I don't know. I can't keep up with TikTok. it's, I mean, it's the, we're in the fast fashion era where it's you know this week something's cool, next week something else isn't. And I just buy anime shirts. I don't know. I think those are cool. <laughs> hey, man. Every, if, if you think you look cool, you look cool. That is the key <laughs> to fashion. All it's all in the confidence. And Let's honestly, see, uh, if uh, some teenagers want to make fun of me, that's fine. I'm almost 30. Not really. I'm 25, but I'm getting there. That's the way <laughs> yeah, of the world. Like, there. you shouldn't care what teenagers think after a certain point. You know what I mean? Like, when I was a teenager, I thought 30-year-olds were lame, too. Like, that, that's just the way of the world. I mean, they're just, I mean, you know, you see a group of 12 year olds on, you know, walking towards you on the side of the street, you cross because they are the meanest group of children that you will. I mean, I was, I was a menace when I was 12. I mean, I, I <laughs> we true. all were. They're relentless. <laughs> they will tell you your deepest fears. They will point out your biggest insecurities immediately. Um, middle schoolers can suck your soul out of your body. I'm convinced about that. They're, everybody's a demon oh, yeah. when they're in middle school. And then once you get through it, um, you kind of survive. If if you if you were cool in middle school, you're like probably in jail now. That's my theory. Because <laughs> if you're normal, you're just an absolute, just terrible, weird little insecure freak in middle school. That that's just how it works. Oh yeah, I mean everybody's got to get bullied a little bit in middle school to develop a sense <laughs> of humor. It toughens you up. It toughens yeah. you up, guys. Everybody needs that humbling experience. I certainly did. Um, I was a little asshole. Like, let's just be real. Anyways, yep. that's all we've got. Ethan, thanks for <laughs> hopping on. Um, I'm glad you guys are having a good time out in Frisco. Fris- shout out Frisco, Texas, I guess. Yeah, um, shout out Frisco, Home of baby. Nico Carvacho. I mean, yep. it, it, that's that's something to, to brag home about, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, have fun, man. Safe travels. And just enjoy this whole experience. Because when I look back, you know, some, some of those road trips uh, with student media... Uh, just some of my favorite college experiences. You get to bond, getting to explore new cities. It's it's just a really unique time. 
Oh yeah, I'm 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 eating it up. It's always a pleasure to hop on, Justin. Uh, you know, hopefully uh, you have something real nice to talk about tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon. They play at like eleven. So. I know it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be weird. Fingers crossed. Um, I'm Justin Michael. Ethan Bird joining me today. We'll have him on the podcast again very soon. Peace out. We're all looking to save money, right? Especially now. So let me ask you this. How'd you like to keep an extra $961 a year in your pocket? That's how much Gabby customers save per year on average on car and home insurance. That's why when I was shopping for insurance, I used Gabby. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples to apples comparison of your current average with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Just link your current insurance account and in just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. That's what I did. You know, I talked about recently, I finally got a new set of wheels, no longer driving a clunker, had to hook it up with a new auto insurance rate, went on there, had to make sure I was getting a good deal, found out I was, found out it wasn't going to make a big difference for me to switch. But guess what? You might be paying way too much for your auto insurance. Like I said, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. I bet it'd be nice to have a little bit of extra dough in your pocket. That's all I'm saying. If they can't find you savings, they'll let you know so you can relax knowing that you have the best rate out there. That's what they did for me. They brought me that peace of mind, that comfort knowing I'm not getting ripped off. I'm not spending too much and they'll never sell your info. So no annoying spams or robocalls. You gotta love that. Again, you're probably overpaying on car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check and there's no obligation. Go to gabby.com slash DNVR. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash DNVR. Remember, they do not sell your info. You will not get blown up with insurance calls after checking Gabby out. That itself is super comforting to me. One more time, head to gabi.com slash DNVR. See how much you can save. Make sure you get that slash DNVR in there and give us some cred. We love you. Shout out to all the DNVR supporters.